Hey, so welcome back to the Cairo London podcast. It's Craig McLean here again, and this week I wanted to delve into the life of a chiropractic student, and who better to do that with than with our ex-chiropractic assistant, uh, Dana Hopgood. Now, Dana is calling us from Sydney, Australia, where she is in fourth year at Chiropractic Macquarie University Chiropractic School. Now, uh, Dana, what was cool was that uh, back in 2015, she arrived in London looking for a job and we sorted her out with a position as a chiropractic assistant in Putney. And literally within six to 12 months of her working there, it inspired her to take the path of studying chiropractic herself. So it's pretty pleasing when you know, a clinic as a team work to inspire a young mind to follow in their own footsteps. So uh, let's get an update from Dana of what life is like at fourth year. She's about to get her hands on some patients this December. So if you're interested to see um, what she's up to, then listen on. Thanks. Hey, look, well, welcome. Um, I was just like... um, Let's introduce you, Dana. You are a chiropractic student in yep. Sydney. I'm at, yeah, at Macquarie, yeah. Macquarie. So we'll go into some details about what uh, that actually involves in a bit. Um, but um, let's just go back into your history a little bit, hey? Um, you were, and I, I, I'm old, you know, I need reminding <laughs> dates now, right? So, um, give us a little rundown. Um, you arrived in the UK when, back in the day? Um, so I got to the UK in, I believe it was November of 2014, I think, a little while ago now. Um, 2014. I, wow. Yeah, 2014. Um, and started at Putney, I think it would have been like uh, end of December, I think, midway through December of that year. Okay. So, uh, and you were doing the typical two-year work holiday visa thing, right? Yeah. Originally, I was like, I'm going to stay for three months, and I think I said the full two years, (laughs) but yeah. It's standard. Um, But it's really cool because I remember you obviously, um, we kind of randomly just gave you a job too, right? Uh, You just uh, didn't line it up. Yeah. How did that all evolve? Yeah. So Drew put a um, face, it was a post on a Facebook group called Aussies in London. And they were like, oh, we're looking basically for a receptionist. And I was like, I like chiropractors. I have no experience. I'm 19. I've only worked in cafes. <laughs> I just rocked up and Drew's like, you've seen a chiro? I was like, yeah. He's like, cool. Here's a job. <laughs> and it was that simple. <laughs> we had very strict protocols in place at that time. Yeah. Uh, no one was yeah. going to walk. Yeah, not just anyone was going to walk through the door for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so, hang on. So um, you're obviously in Cairo school now, but um, did that then evolve as from 2014 into a little sprouting of an idea that maybe you could do that as a career? I think so. Originally, I started off in um, sport and exercise science when I first left high school, and then I didn't like the degree because I didn't think it was going to get me anywhere. So I left. And then I told my parents I was moving to England. They thought I was nuts because I was 19, had never lived out of home. And I said I'd have an epiphany and know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life when I went away. Mum thought that was insane. But then um, it actually worked out that way. So I'd seen a chiro as a kid, but it just never 
sort of crossed my mind to do it for a job. Um, but that all sort of stemmed from working at Putney. So give us that epiphany. When uh, Was there a particular moment? Was there a p- person that inspired you? Obviously myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, myself uh, I yeah. don't know. I was trying to think about this actually because I applied pretty early on into working at Putney because I got accept. I started uni here in 2017, but I got accepted to start in 2016, but I stayed the extra year in England rather than starting the degrees, which means I think within like six months of starting at Putney, I decided I wanted to be a chiro and had already applied for uni. But then, um, yeah. (laughs) Because I know, look, I mean, I'm pretty sure Drew probably had a little bit to do with that too in terms of like, he's like, well, why wouldn't he? You know, you've got your whole life ahead of yourself here. Um, uh, Yeah. And I think I always wanted to go into healthcare. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And then from working in the clinic and just seeing like the improvements and even just myself and like just seeing all the people that came in and were doing so well afterwards. I think specifically for me was seeing all the little kids and the babies that um, would come in and were doing so well afterwards. That was a big thing for me. I know like Amy saw a lot of like kids with um, different sort of things going on and that was the kind of thing that I wanted to do. So I think that would probably be the one I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I want to do Cairo. Um, so that's really cool because it's it's like, you know, it, it is, um, I, I think, for us chiropractors who have been doing it for ages, right, it is really nice to feel like you've got a small role to play in the inspiration of someone to go and study chiropractic, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't happen that often whereby, but, you know, that, that is the classic scenario that is, you know, you kind of think that if you're doing a really good job, uh, someone, uh, either a patient or someone who's working with you is kind of inspired enough to actually then go and jump headfirst into studying it themselves. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So that's cool. Well done for taking the plunge. Um, yeah. Uh, so then you, so, yeah. So 2017 was the January 2017 is when you got sort of the starting point of, of your Yeah, I think uni. our school year sort of started like February. So it was to be in February 2017 that I started. Um, but, so, yeah. But then you had that like, well, I guess your two years were sort of up at some point. So you must have left the UK uh, 2016. Yeah. So I left the UK in October of 2016 because my visa ran out. So I left the day my visa <laughs> expired. <laughs> nice, nice. Which I remember Drew thinking that was a bit nuts because if the plane got delayed, then I was illeg- an illegal immigrant. <laughs> but <laughs> I left the day and, it, and I just went to Portugal, I think, because I just had to leave the UK, but I could stay in Europe. So then I just travelled around for a bit because I knew going into Cairo that I would probably not have another big holiday for a long time. So I backpacked on the way home, um, which I'm glad I did now because. <laughs> It's not been a lot of holidays since, but yeah. yeah. I know. Um, well, at least you're in Sydney, which is better than Melbourne at the moment, right? So yeah, I just read that we've had four days of no cases. That's good. What in in New South Wales and Sydney? Yeah, just none. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so look, Sydney College, though, right? So um, as I said, Macquarie, it's been around for ages. Um, Putney uh, has also had some pretty inspirational docs who have come through who went through Macquarie as well. Um, yeah. I see we have big droodle on the call right now. <laughs> um, 
But uh, so we, I, I was sort of thinking back. We had Carlisle Jenkins. Uh, I don't know if you ever met him. Um, no. But funnily enough, he still lives in Putney, even though he practice, he doesn't practice with us anymore. But he was with us for five years. Um, Edwina obviously studied uh, at Macquarie, um, who was at Putney yeah. for nine years. Um, and then uh, we had Amy Bree, obviously, more recently, um, who studied. Um, and uh, so and Amy Bree has the, I think, a cousin who has a practice in Sydney too, right? Um, yeah, I think some. She, I think Amy's from out the hills district way. She's yeah. kind of northwest. I don't know Sydney very well, but yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, but the so talk us through. Give us a little bit more information because I mean, you know, partly I'd really like if anyone sort of listens instant into this is that whole idea of um, what it actually takes to become a chiropractor, right? So. Um, there's probably a bit of misinformation out there about exactly what it takes and how long it takes and all that sort of a stuff. Um, you yeah. do a great job on your little Insta feed of keeping it humorous. Um, <laughs> the memes get you through the long nights. <laughs> the memes. I forgot about the memes. I don't know if I, because I remember you'd introduced me to a meme back in probably 2015 and I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Not um, up with the memes. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was, I was showing, uh, showing definitely my, um, my age there, but anyway. Um, so look, Sydney, uh, how long is it? And uh, what's the deal with regards to like things like, uh, is it a double degree? Is it a single degree? What's going on? Yeah, so it's five years at Sydney, at Macquarie. It's um, a three undergraduate and then a two-year master's. So I'm in my first year of master's now. So I'm like my fourth year. So I'm pretty close to being finished. So I've only got another year and a bit. Oh, so I nice. should finish. Yeah, I should hopefully, assuming everything goes well, um, finish in December next year, I think, yeah. So double degree, you've got three years under your belt whereby you've already got like a, what is it, a Bachelor of Applied Science? Yeah, I have. Yeah, the Bachelor of Chiropractic Science is what I got at the end of last year. We didn't get to have a ceremony because of COVID. So yeah. I got emailed a PDF, which was fun. <laughs> so it's a little bit anticlimactic. Not even allowed um, I've been, to be sent a uh, No, I've been told I can go pick it up on campus this week if I like. So I'll go stick it on the fridge or something. But... <laughs> A lot of work for a bit, nothing much at the end of it, but that's all right. We get another one. That's the main thing. We do two degrees. So I'll get a ceremony one day, hopefully. Mm. Um, so, uh, and then, um, yeah, well, look, then just go to, uh, you've got only two years left then. You've got like this master's degree um, uh, of uh, to go, your nearly halfway through that right um and how, yeah. and does that mean you're going to get to have your hands-on um uh patients coming up soon yeah so assuming that we like pass all of our exams and things we officially start treating in student clinics i think it's like the first week of december so which is very soon <laughs> um That's a little cool. bit nerve-wracking but you're cool exciting um, a little bit stressful because we missed so much class time with all the COVID because last semester was all online. So we were getting taught how to adjust via Zoom, which on no patience. So <laughs> that was fun. It was just like, okay, I don't know how to do that, but all right. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so a bit I mean, of stressful catch up. Yeah, but you're lucky. Almost a year, well, you're a year ahead of where I thought you'd be. Time has absolutely flown by. Um, so yeah, it's um, gone really fast. Um, and so yeah, like you're literally well, as you say. But obviously, the COVID thing has like put it. And so maybe let's just tackle that right now. Um, how's it been? Like, because you uh, this year, your start of your master's degree basically went full, pretty much right from the off, nearly. Or did you go to uni for like a, a month and then? We went to uni, I think it was for three weeks maybe because um, we locked down here in March. I think we got about three weeks in. I remember, no, maybe it was week four because I remember we had a radiography, like positioning, it's practice taking x-rays. We had an exam for it that afternoon. We got told that morning that after tonight we're not allowed back on campus. <laughs> we were like, we still have our exam. and then, <laughs> But, yeah, then we just locked down and they didn't tell us for how long for or what the go was. And they were just like, you're on holidays effective tonight for a week and then we'll figure it out. And then we didn't go back on campus until this semester. Wow. Yeah, because I see you've been doing the long, hard yards on the laptop, right, just kind of doing all the remote um, (laughs) stuff. And it's probably everything from like a live presentation to just like coursework, right? Um, Yeah, so we'll have, you know, our lectures. We were doing Zoom classes, so you'd have everyone join in on Zoom classes online. Um, everything was online. Um, doing the masters, we're doing is basically six subjects at the moment. So I think we have 34 contact hours a week. So that all became online and I've never had a sit down job in my life. So sitting down that much was torture, but we got, we got through it, but it was a bit rough for a little while there. Well, so obviously, you know, the deal though, right? If once you finish, you know what you're doing, right? Yeah. Moving back to London, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is this meant to be an Instagram live job interview or is this actually oh, meant know. to be? Uh, <laughs> well, it is because I don't know if you just actually since you left, um, basically we've kind of um, obviously we've expanded and, and a few clinics have arrived on the scene. But um, yeah, uh, but also Putney is it's sort of become an unofficial like mentoring program for new grads, right? Where basically about five, four or five people have been through that program now, right? Where you yeah. literally, because you've got the sort of four or five docs um, in the building who are all very experienced um, and I have a bit of extra time not seeing patients to sort of help people through. That's the sort of the, we've got a sort of an unofficial strategy going on for that, right? So yeah, I've reserved a place for you January 2022. I know. Get on over there. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if we're allowed fun. to fly, yeah. if, if I'm allowed to leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> some finer details may need to be sorted out. Yeah, like, um, yeah how, how do you get back over here? Um, what is the deal with uh, immigration visas, all that sort of stuff? But, you know. Yeah, so, we'll figure it out. <laughs> what do you do with your cats, you know? Have you got actually got a cat or you just borrow cats? So my cat lives with my dad now and my dad has told me I'm not allowed to have him back because my dad loves the cat. So... <laughs> He was living with him for the interim, short interim, and he's like, I'm keeping the cat. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so my cat now lives with my dad because dad loves the cat a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Now, my uh, my family actually popped in to see you in uh, in April 2019 when we just went out to see, I think it was my, my parents' um, wedding anniversary trip or whatever. But um, yeah. Charlie... Says to say hi. This is my 11-year-old daughter. Um, she still fondly remembers hanging out with you and the bin chickens. <laughs> yeah, classic bin chickens. I know it's the magpies have started swooping now, so she'd love that too. 
but uh, she had a specific question about cats. Seeing we we're talking about cats, is what the hell is this Mancoon cat that you know? Or oh, seen? I think Sarah actually just joined the chat. I think <laughs> so. Um, my old housemate, she has a Mancoon, and I think they're the biggest like yeah. domestic cats you could have. Oh, hang on. Yeah, she's replying. <laughs> That's the cat talking. Uh, yes, the cat's name is Mooncake. <laughs> Mooncake is actually on famous now, yeah, yeah. and Insta famous. Into, like, you know, has the very impressive. Right has imposable thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we love Mooncake. Uh, that was uh, uh, well, certainly our family does. So yeah, and those cats are enormous, aren't they? Anyway, huge, um, enormous cats. <laughs> hey, let's go back to Cairo uh, chat though, and the Cairo College. Right? How is it these mm-hmm. days in terms of? like philosophical grounding as a chiropractor is it kind of is it is it a sort of a well-rounded um view of chiro both history and Um, philosophy or is it quite narrow or what we don't really get taught that anymore which is what i expected going into uni because um but yeah it's basically just all what they call evidence-based stuff so it's a lot of just pain-based stuff basically is all that we learn and we don't get to learn really we do a little bit on kids and stuff like that but not so much I don't know if there used to be a lot of stuff on that um but most of our stuff is learning about treating adults um but I know you've like further study for all that sort of thing but yeah Yeah. I mean because obviously you're a prime you know you have to be ready as a primary care practitioner for anything that comes through your front door so you've got to know that if a headache is caused by a brain tumor or by yeah I think at the moment it's a lot of just making us terrified that everyone's got something really crazy wrong with them um but it's good it's you learn it's good to know in the off chance it happens but yeah yeah, and uh, I, I guess you have been through all those hard yards of like learning all the different cranial nerves and their function yeah. and the anatomy of all that stuff and sort of what's cool about the degree, isn't it, where you actually have all this anatomy physiology but then it kind of gets transferred right over to the pathology of, say, what happens if a certain problem in the brain affects yeah. a certain cranial nerve and then you have to kind of be ready for that, right? Um, yeah, we had a big exam a couple of weeks ago for our neurology one, so it was about, you know, assessing to see, like, where brain lesions would be and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. it's interesting. Like, at the start, like, I, when I'd seen Kairos in the past, I mean, I knew you guys knew a lot, but I didn't realise how intense the degree is. There's a lot of stuff you learn. There is a lot of stuff you learn. Like a lot. And there's a lot of stuff that you have to learn to understand how the pieces of the puzzle come together, but yeah. then you kind of forget, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. But how's it, how is the load going, right? Because, you know, I, I guess you had a degree, like a full degree under your belt before you came over or you just started it and dropped out? Nah, I just started and dropped out. So, and so you must have been a bit worried about the sort of the uh, extent or the – the level of education needed, right, uh, or hours. Yeah. Um, originally, because when I moved home from England, because I didn't have a job waiting for me coming back or anything, I just moved back home with my parents and they actually lived two and a half hours away from campus. So I was commuting that far, like three or four days a week to go to class. Wow. So that was a bit rough and I did that. So I commuted from the south coast up for the first two years of uni and then I moved up last year so it's definitely gotten a bit easier in terms of trying to manage the workload 
um, and uni because that was quite difficult with like work and commuting so far and there was a lot of work and as we're getting further on there's more and more work so it's good being a little bit closer now. So um, going back to that whole philosophical thing, are you not even allowed to have uh, like external speakers come into the school and address certain historical or philosophical things? No. We get Um, the occasional speakers on like random different injuries or stuff like that, but, yeah, nothing like that. And what about techniques? Is it just diversified uh, adjusting? Uh, So mostly diversified. Um, We've just started doing uh, flexion distraction and TPT this semester, which is like the drop piece stuff. Um, And I think next year we learn a bit of Gonstead as well. Okay. And X-ray taking and using? Yes. So we're doing those subjects at the moment. So I had a test actually this afternoon before this on taking X-rays for the upper limb. So we had to just go in and pretend to take an X-ray of someone. Um, Yeah. So we're still learning how to do that and we learn how to read them. So we do radiology still. Yeah. What we can do with your skills over here right now, we um, we whacked an X-ray machine in Marlebone while lockdown happened, by the way. So um, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's the DR system, which is like where it arrives on the screen two seconds after you take it. So um, it's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, and so, well, you should, um, because whether uni approves this or not, sort of try and start up in the last 18 months or so what you've got going on just to kind of give you that little bit more insight into real life is start up like a bit of a, a like a philosophy club or something is there any else thing like that going on or is that like a bit of a taboo thing it's almost like a little bit taboo at the moment in the current climate there's a few people like at uni that i talked to about it because like there's a few people i know you know they have parents that are chiropractors and stuff so obviously they've been seeing a chiro since they were born and yeah. they're a bit more on that sort of wavelength but i think everyone just assumes it's going to get through the degree and then you know find what you really want to do with it in terms of where you want to go with it. Because yeah. um, uni is just good for, like, learning all the stuff and then, yeah. No, you're right because, you know, effectively once you graduate, then you've got all the tools but you just haven't used them very much, right? Um, yeah. So, um, but then- I remember our first day, yeah, our first day of school, they're like, you won't be amazing when you finish but you'll be safe. <laughs> I know. Um, But yeah, look, it's, it's well worth sort of trying to hook yourself up. And I was was going to ask you if there's anything else that, uh, you know, is there anything that you feel like you need to sort of help you get through these last 18 months? Um, There's only so much I can do from uh, London (laughs) when I can't even get to Australia, but. um, I know. I've been talking to Amy a little bit. So every time, occasionally she's had like a really interesting case about a kid, she'll tell me about it. I was like, that's great. Kind of like, gets me through some of the subjects that are a bit drier and you're like, why are we, you know, some of when you're learning 50 tests with the shoulder for orthopedics and it's like, <laughs> why am I doing all of this? And, you know, like I know why, but it's just nice sometimes to see like the other side of it when all you can see is exams and OSCEs and all these things. It's nice to see people out in the real world actually treating and actually having really good results for people. Maybe what we should do is add you, and we've got a couple of other Cairo students at the London's College here, is add you to the radiology group. We just actually set one up with Dr. Sarah, um, and it's, yeah. a, it's a WhatsApp group. Um, so literally yeah. if there's like a, an interesting uh, X-ray, we just anonymize the X-ray and sort of whack it up on uh, WhatsApp, and then we have a – or it's like a good little learning forum. Um, yeah. That would be cool. Maybe we should do that. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then – 
yeah, I mean, look, I, I guess uh, it's always good to try and maybe because I guess are there actually any technique seminars going on outside of? You know, I think because of, well, like normally there would be, but with all the stuff happening this year, there's nothing like in Australia, like no more than like ten people can get in a group, so nothing's really happening. I think there was a conference a couple of weeks ago that was online, but everything is online at the moment, which yeah. is a bit like doesn't help with your technique so much when no. people are just telling you how to do it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so, and so yeah, uh, yeah. But do you, as I said, you're in December this year. Um, you do. You're looking for patients to arrive through the clinic door. Um, yeah. What, so what, is that on campus then? So we have um, three student clinics. So we don't know at the moment which one we'll be placed into. So we'll find out, I imagine, in a couple, like another month or two. So there's one on campus. There's one like in Summerhill, which is like in the like sort of inner west with Sydney, and the one in Eastwood, which is kind of near campus. So we have three okay. um, uni clinics because we've got so many Cairo students. So yeah. well, actually, and I think a, we all. How many students are there per year these days? Um, our year, they tell us that our year is a pretty big year. And I think we have about 120 around there. And is that because as well, like, is it still a thing where you can actually do your undergraduate at a different state and then just come and do the masters in Sydney? Yeah. So I think in our degree, so there's about 60 odd of us that came through the undergraduate program and they've gone straight into masters. So if you do the Cairo undergrad, it is a two-year master's program, whereas if you do another degree like med science or exercise phys or anything like that, you have to do a three-year master's program. So this year we were like, who are all these randoms? Because like all these new people came in because we'd all been together for three years. And then there's like the other half of the class is all people that did the Oh, do, it's like a graduate diploma because it's slightly longer. Yeah, we get yeah. a lot of Canadians because like they come over from Canada, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. which is a bit random. But yeah, we've got a fair few Canadians. No, well, I kind of forgotten or didn't really remember the fact that the uh, that you can do not a Cairo Bachelor of Applied Science, a chiropractic science. You could actually do something else which covers all the requirements, like uh, anatomy, physiology, all that sort of stuff, right? And then yeah, you go into I, I think a girl I was talking to at clinic that did the. Um, She's like doing the grad dip program with, so she's, this is her second year of masters. Um, she did psychology, I think. So if you've just got to catch up on basically the units that you haven't done. So, and they, yeah, they have to catch up on all the Cairo technique. Wow. All right. Well, good luck with everything going on here. Can you give us a little um, update? I'm obviously in touch with, Bloomy a fair bit, Michael Bloom. Did you work with him, by the way, or not? Yeah, like for probably six months, I'm guessing, before he moved back to Melbourne. Okay. If I did guess the time frame, yeah. Yeah, because he's the chiropractor in Melbourne, but obviously they're still in pretty serious or lockdown yeah. measures going on, right? And I find it yeah. really bizarre that sort of, uh, you know, Melbourne and Victoria sort of is fully encapsulated and yet the rest of Australia is just carrying on. Yeah, like- we can kind of just do what we want now. Kind of <laughs> so, as normal. Except for, yeah. I mean, and so it's it's um, like a chiropractors wearing PPE in Sydney or not? Um, in Sydney, in clinics, not really. We have to wear um, face masks at uni now. So because the uni has a rule, like so the only way we could get back on campus to do practical classes was if we wore face masks because obviously we can't 
stay one and a half meters away from each other because yeah. if you're practicing it's an adjustment like you're touching them so yeah. we have to wear face masks but as a whole like in Sydney I haven't really noticed a lot of people like you, you know in clinics and stuff wearing them I know at uni we just have to because it's a requirement from uni but okay. yeah yeah and then I guess there'll be some sort of measure um, rolled out because uh, is there a current year probably in the student clinics right now um, yeah and they so, obviously had a pretty interrupted year right um, so we were quite lucky in that they we all went online and like all of their classes went online as well but they were still allowed to operate the student clinics because they were worried about because you know you have to see you have to do 300 treatments to get um picked off and get approved by ARFRA to say you've seen enough people Mm -hmm. so they're all a little bit stressed because during the lockdown period there was like not a lot of patients coming through the doors so it's kind of thrown a spanner in the works for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and so they're hoping to get through so I go to the student clinic a lot now to help them get numbers and I tell my housemates and like everyone's going to the student clinic now family and friends Um, yeah, because it's like they need to it's like they need to graduate so that we can go through. So it's like if I can help them get their numbers, it means I can go into clinic in December. Great. All right. So that's um, that's great. A cool little summary update of what's going on. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, no problem. Uh, I want to do something like this with our local students as well just to kind of see what's happening but um good luck with it i can only imagine do you think you can remember any of the protocols we had in place in putney to help you in your student clinics huh i'm trying to think like i don't know i just i feel like it's helped me a lot from working at putney because i remember back then like if there was like x-rays that had something kind of weird on it i'm like what's that and like luke or whoever would be like that's what that is i'm like oh cool it's another we're learning i was like i've seen a really bad scoliosis before and like that sort of thing so like it's like kind of like making more sense to me now like things that i've seen in clinic and now that i'm learning about it's like oh that's why that person was like that or how they got better and i'm like oh it's all making sense well, I can yeah. I can imagine that you've you've seen a lot of that thing where you know the the Cairo has that discussion with the patient and sort of says okay you got this problem this is what's going to take to get sorted out and you've been involved in that yeah. process already to sort of go yeah. well okay well this person came in for six weeks and they got these results and maybe they didn't get the results until week five um, but yeah you know, so it gives you that like it kind of makes sense right? of that yeah yeah. yeah. Because at the moment, like, you know, that's a bit tricky, I think, when you first graduate is knowing how often and how how many times you need to see someone because you just don't have that sort of experience. So it's yeah. kind of been good working in clinics because you see a lot of people with, like, a lot of different stuff going on. So, mm-hmm. you so, yeah, you're exposed to it, which I think helps. Awesome. Um well, I think that was the main thing I was wanting to get out of you was just like a bit of an update as to how you're getting on and, uh, you know, yeah. only 18 <laughs> months to go and you'll be let loose yeah. in the world, right? Um, I know. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I know my dad had to, we had to do our first um, new patient visit. We weren't allowed to treat them yet because we're not allowed to treat till December, but we had to do the full history and the exam. So my dad came in and get to bring a willing participant because <laughs> they're like, we're not gonna we're not gonna let you loose on the on the yeah. public. Yeah. So then we had to do that. So dad came in and was my first patient ever, like two weeks, two, three weeks ago. So that was fun. That could have uh, yeah. that would have been interesting. He probably would have been <laughs> yeah. like uh, giving you grief as you were doing it maybe. Yeah, maybe I remember a- before we're in the middle of a week where we had about eight exams and I was moving house. And I was like, can you I don't want to know what's wrong with you because I need to do a history, but can you just give me like 
bit of a heads up. And he's like, oh, yeah, my, my back, I guess, sometimes kind of hurts. I was like, all right, I can work with that. And he comes in, you know, pretending I don't know him. So I was like, so what, what brings you in? He's like, my hip. I was like, why? <laughs> I thought you said back. <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> that was fun. But dad's like, well, you know, you're not going to know what's wrong with patients. I was like, yeah, but it was my first time. So was, <laughs> that was fun. Was this under supervision sort of thing? or uh... Yeah, so the clinic supervisor was sitting there watching you take your history. <laughs> I think it was good that we have to wear face masks because he didn't see how, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, he didn't see. What? I've, the... just, I've been studying for a week <laughs> about the low back exam. And you yeah, and all, all the orthopedic <laughs> tests I had to do. So I just sort of had to wing it because everything we learned about the hip was online via Zoom. So I was like, oh, yeah. I remember a Zoom conference call about hip tests and just went with it. <laughs> so it's been fun. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Well, stay in touch. Um, it's cool that you're in touch. I think you're still in touch with Drew and Lisa and, uh, and Amy, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. You know, maybe have a chat to Amy and see if she can hook you up with the, the cousin. And Because uh, I remember Amy said that when she was a student, she even worked in that clinic to sort of all – you know, certainly went and had maybe some like uh, chiropeds type of um, tutorials. Yeah, and, uh, some like um, kids and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think or, my nan's arranged some... for me to go meet up with Cameron, oh, yeah. I think, on Friday from my yeah. nana. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone has made it to the end of this session, uh, that's Cameron Potter who <laughs> used to own Putney Chiropractic, which is now the full circle is complete, right? Because um, Yeah, so now I'm going to go see him in my hometown. <laughs> you're going to go and meet. The guy who set up public chiropractic, um, basically, yeah. and uh, he's working in south of Sydney, right? So, Yeah, so like down south coast, he literally is like, his practice is five minutes from where I grew up, I think. So No way. So, yeah, it's the next suburb over, so yeah. Obviously, what Proper he's going to he's going to offer you a job anyway. <laughs> um, so Try to lure me back with the beach. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah well, that's cool. Um that you get to meet him because uh, he's a good guy. He was over here not long ago and I went skiing with him, really. But, um, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, look, thanks for taking the time, Dana. Good luck no with uh, any other exams that are coming up and your journey to clinic in December. So, yeah, two more months of class, I think, and then off we go. I'm going to use this uh, and audio and put it on the podcast too, right? So I don't know if you've listened to any of those things, but um, might give you some inspiration if you uh, feel the need. Like, you know, ages ago we did one with Amy Bree about, you know, her journey. Uh, that was quite cool. Um, yeah. Uh, sort of basically following those steps once you graduate, what she actually did then. You know, so. Yeah, to go to like, yeah, all that mm. sort of stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, let's sign awesome. off. Thanks, Great. Dana. All right. Bye. Bye.